hiya, kids. Hiya, hiya. I guess you realize it is the start of a new week. And that means it's Monday. And that means that it's time for an old-time radio comedy. Hi, everybody. This is Bob Bro. Welcome to the best old-time radio podcast for Monday. This is May the 24th, 2021. And we are sitting here bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, are we not, Chester? He said, we are not. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here. Right? You had a bad weekend, Chester? Oh. Well, you, you, you can't do that. No, you can't do that, Chester. And then come in and expect Monday to feel, feel really good. Chester, uh, Chester didn't have a really great weekend. Anyway, I'm glad you did. And we do have a really funny old-time radio comedy set up for you this week. And uh, we're going to get to it in just a minute. But what you need to do is get over there in that big easy chair. Get your feet up, relax. Get rid of the cares of the day. Uh, Maybe get yourself a little refreshment because we are going to be right back in just a moment with this week's very funny old-time radio comedy. time for the Jack Benny Show on our Comedy Corner. And this week we have a very funny episode that was originally broadcast. uh, Well, actually, this was one of the rebroadcasts after he went to television. They spent a couple of years uh, playing some of the uh, better shows uh, from the radio archives. The recording we have of this was made on January of 1954, January 17th, 1954. And it's very funny. Uh, The name of it is Jack gets a traffic ticket. And here it comes. Jack Benny with Barry Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I'd like to take you back to last Wednesday. After rehearsal, Bob Crosby, Dennis, and Jack dropped in at the corner drugstore for a bite to eat. Hey, fellas, our regular table over there is empty. Yeah, come on, Dennis. Okay. Well, I'll get the waitress and we'll order. Oh, miss? Miss? What do you want, Mac? We'd like to place our order. Okay, here's the menu. Thanks. <laughs> now, let's see. I don't know what I want. Hmm. I think I'll have the hash. The hash? That's right. Okay. 
one order of leftovers for a gambler. <laughs> Never mind, waitress. Cancel the order. Throw it back in the pail. <laughs> Gee, I don't know what to have Hurry up, Mac I ain't got all day Now, don't rush me What kind of a looking table is this, anyway? There's a half-lit cigarette in the ashtray There are fingerprints all over the plate And there's lipstick on my water glass What are you, a customer or Boston Blackie? (laughs) Now, look I don't want any of your sarcasm Just bring me a ham sandwich and a cup of coffee Okay Say, I'll have the same and a glass of orange juice And make sure that it's Minute Maid made orange juice. Well, I'm helping out a relative who's not doing too well. (laughs) Well, what do you know? All right, Dennis, what are you going to have? Well, let's see. uh, I'll have the chopped liver, the matzo ball soup, and the kafulta fish. (laughs) Okay. One Pat O'Brien special. (laughs) Dennis, what are you going to have to drink? Oh, I'll have a Charlton malt milk with uh, five eggs in it. Dennis, how come you want so many eggs? I know a hen that's not doing too well. (laughs) Miss, just get our orders. Okay. Say, Jack, are you going up to Pebble Beach and playing my brother Bing's uh, pro amateur golf tournament? Oh, I may, Bob, if my game keeps improving. I've been doing uh, pretty well lately. I think golf's a silly game. Oh, you do, Dennis. Well, let me ask you something. If it's such a silly game, why are people like Ben Hogan, Sammy Sneed, Lloyd Mangrum, and Fred Wampler playing it? Because they can't sing. (laughs) Well, I'll show you how ridiculous that is, Dennis. Bing Crosby is a good golfer, and he's one of the greatest singers in the country. Then how come he has to sell orange juice? (laughs) Oh, be quiet. I don't know why I get into these conversations, but with you before I eat. Here's your grub, fellas. Uh, thanks. And the boss sent this over with the compliments of the house. Gee, a new bottle of ketchup. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Do you want anything else? No, that'll be all, miss. Okay. Gee, she's a charming girl. I wonder how she'd look in an ermine bathing suit (laughs) Hey, fellas, why don't we have some music while we eat? There's a jukebox right over there Oh, swell Anybody got change for a quarter? Well, I have Good, go put a nickel in (laughs) Now, wait a minute How about you putting a nickel in for a change? Well Go ahead, Mr. Benny, put a nickel in But everyone in the store will hear the record, won't they? Well, so what? Well, that doesn't seem fair why should I put in a nickel? A whole bunch of total strangers can listen to <laughs> What's the difference, Jack? Go ahead, be a sport. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, here's the Bell Sisters' latest record. See, there are two of them. <laughs> Wait a minute, here's one by the Ink Spots. That's a trio. Boy, look at this. The Fred Waring Choir. Now, there's a buy. <laughs> One of my records is on it. Yeah, Jack, play that. A solo? Well, okay, here goes. 
Dennis, you'll have to do it on the show sometime. Yeah. Well, let's get out of here, huh? Okay. Who gets the check this time? It's, it's your, your turn. turn. Oh, yes. Miss? Miss, I'll take the check. Here you are. Hmm. Well, pick it up. It ain't radioactive. <laughs> Look, don't be funny. Here. You can keep the change. Telephone call for Jack Benny. Telephone call for Jack Benny. Oh, excuse me, fellas. It's in that second booth. Oh, thank you. Hello? Hello, Mr. Benny. This is Rochester. Rochester, how'd you know I was here at the drugstore? I called CBS. They told me you were out to lunch, and I had a hunch it wasn't Romano. <laughs> well, what'd you call me for, Rochester? I thought I'd better. You had a phone call from Mr. Liberace. Oh, yes. He's going to be a guest on my television program. Uh, what did Liberace want? Well, he said he knew it was highly irregular, and he doesn't want all his salary in advance, but would you be able to give him $100 of it immediately? $100? I guess so, if it's urgent. What does he need the money for? Toothpaste! <laughs> okay, I'll give it to him. And Rochester, when he plays the piano on my TV show, I'm going to play my violin. So 
So you better get it ready. I did, boss. I took it out of the case and one of the strings is broken. Well, I have to pass the music store, so I'll pick up the string myself. And that ain't all that's wrong with your violin. What else? It's full of termites. <laughs> termites in my violin? That's awful. How can I get rid of them? Play it! Play it! <laughs> Never mind, I'll think of something. Goodbye. Goodbye? Oh, say, boss. Now what? There were a couple of other messages. Your dentist and your barber called. What'd they say? They're both ready. You can pick them up. I'll see you when I get home. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello? Yeah, this is Mabel. Oh, hello, Gertrude. How are you? You'll never guess what. Mr. Benny took me out last night, and we drove up to the top of Mulholland Drive. And what happened? Mr. Benny tells me we're out of gas. Yeah, I've heard that line before, too. But when he tells you he's out of gas, he's out of gas. <laughs> I had to walk clear down to Sunset Boulevard to get a gallon. <laughs> what? Why didn't Mr. Benny go for it? He didn't want to leave me alone in the car. <laughs> you know, Gertrude, it's too bad he ain't in the armed forces. I'd tell him to take a USAFI course on business management so he'd know how to improve relations between employer and employee. Sure there's a USAFI course for that. No, honey, if your boyfriend Clarence in the Navy took it, it wouldn't help him convince the Admiral that he should get another strike. The only way Clarence can get another stripe is to inherit a skunk. <laughs> oh, I gotta disconnect you, Gertrude. My buzz is flashing. I'll let you know when I hear from Sylvester again. Yeah. Don't take any wooden nickels. Bye. Yeah, sorry it took so long, fellas. Well, I'm going on to Beverly Hills. Anybody want a lift? Uh, not me, Jack, really. I think I ought to go back to the studio and run over a couple of numbers with the orchestra. Say, I want to go to Beverly Hills, too. Can I ride with you? Sure, Dennis. Let's go. My car's across the street. <laughs> it's a little cool out today, isn't it, Dennis? Yeah. Say, Mr. Benny, can't we go a little bit faster? What do you mean, faster? We're in Beverly Hills already. We've made every light. That one on La Brea changed three times before we got through it. <laughs> well, that's a wide street. <laughs> we made good time. Well, if you don't mind, I'll get off here. Okay. I'll see you later. I gotta get home. Wait a minute, Dennis. If you want to go home, why'd you come all the way out here to Beverly Hills? You live in the opposite direction. I know, but this way I get a longer ride on the bus. But Dennis... Goodbye, Mr. Benny. I, 
can't understand Dennis. That kid drives me nuts. Maybe I ought to hire a singer who's a little more sensible. Then if he had more sense, he'd want more money. (laughs) That would drive me nuts, too. (laughs) Yeah, I'm better off the way I am. Well, there's the music store. Oh, 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 here's a parking place. Gee, I'm lucky. Here's one, too. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if I can get in that space there. I'll have to back in. What? Hey, why don't you watch where you're going? It's reckless drivers like you who are a menace. Don't holler at me. It was your fault. My fault? Well, it must have been. I was parked. (laughs) What? You're the one who got chummy. (laughs) I ought to have you arrested. Oh, well, now, don't make a federal case out of this. Look at the way you scratch my car. What are you complaining about? You put a dent in my fender. How can you tell? Oh, a smart alligator. Well, for your information, I've never had an accident. I've been driving this car for 25 years. You bought it secondhand, huh? What? The dealer's name is still on it. Honest Geronimo. Well, I'm not going to stay here and argue with you. I got things to do. Uh-oh. We got to put some money in the parking meter. Hmm. The meter says expired. Let's see, I got 12, I get 12 minutes for a penny. It'll take me about three minutes to walk to the store. About three minutes back. That's six minutes. Five minutes to get waited on. That's 11. The store may be crowded, so I better allow for another five minutes. That'll be 16 minutes. Well, there's no use rushing. I'll put in two pennies. <laughs> well, I got my violin string. I'm sure glad it was the A string that broke. I'm always so embarrassed when I have to go into a store and ask for a G string. <laughs> Well, here's my car. I might have... Hey, what's that on... Oh, for heaven's sakes, a parking ticket. This is ridiculous. I haven't been gone over 12 minutes. The meter says expired, but there must be something wrong with it. Well, they're not going to get away with it. I'm going to call the Beverly Hills Police Department and find out about this. I'll go in this drugstore There's a phone booth. I wonder what the number is. I'll call information. Information? 
Say, miss, I want the number of the police department. The Los Angeles Police Department of Michigan, 5211. No, no, miss, I want the Beverly Hills Police Department. I'm sorry, that's an unlisted number. (laughs) Hmm. Well, thank you anyway. Well, if I can't get them on the phone, I'll go over there. Here it is, the Beverly Hills Police Station. What a swanky place. Gee, marble staircase, stained glass windows. Look what it says on the door. Booking department. (laughs) Fingerprints by appointment only. (laughs) Well, here's the traffic bureau. Miss, I'd like to... Sit down, please. Thank you. Miss, I'd like you to... You want to complain about a traffic ticket. And now, before we go any farther, let me get your record out. What's your name? Jack Benny. 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 Oh, here it is, Jack Benny. Say, we haven't gotten anything out of you for a long time. <laughs> hmm. The last entry was 25 years ago. 25 years ago? Yes. You were charged with assault and battery by Honest Geronimo. <laughs> All right, all right. Now, let's see. I'll bring this card up to date. Yeah. Uh, at that time, you lived at 366 North Camden Drive. It's still the same address. I see. And your occupation was listed as comedian. Hmm. It's still the same. Mm-hmm. And your weight was 160 pounds. It's still, still the same. And your age was... Still the same. <laughs> A color of eyes. Oh, yes, they're still blue, aren't they? Well, frankly, I've never noticed. (laughs) Now, look, miss. Uh, One moment, please. Hello? Yes, chief. Yes, that man was in and he paid his fine. Yes, that's right, $50, and he said it would never happen again. Goodbye. A $50 fine? What was it for? Driving through Beverly Hills with a top down. Well, what's so terrible about going through Beverly Hills with the top down? He was driving a garbage truck. (laughs) Now, miss, about this ticket of mine. Now, I happen to know that the meter where I was parked was definitely fast. And I don't think it's fair... Now, look, mister, I can't settle this. If you want to see the judge, that's up to you. Well, I do. Well, then you'll have to wait in the next room with everybody else. All right. What a bunch of characters. I better sit down and... Hey, there's Rimley. Oh, Frankie! Frank! Hmm, what's the matter with me? It's only his picture on the wall. (laughs) Well, I might as well sit down. Uh, pardon me, sir. Would you mind if I sit next to you? Uh, not at all. In fact, I'd appreciate it. Appreciate it? Why? I'm a pickpocket. A pickpocket? Oh, you got nothing to worry about. You're the pin it to your underwear type if I ever saw one. <laughs> hmm. So 
tell me, chum, what did they nab you for? I was over-parking. Oh. Oh, you like Judge Bailey. I was up before him last month for sentencing. What'd you get? Thirty days, his watch, his gavel, and a pocket edition of the Kinsey Report. <laughs> you mean you spent 30 days in the Beverly Hills jail? Oh, yeah. They had me at solitary. Well, that must have been pretty tough. You said it. Nothing but bread and champagne. <laughs> champagne? Domestic. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Benny, Mr. Jack Benny. Yes, miss. You're next. Right this way to Judge Bailey's chambers. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. He keeps his wallet in the left hand. I don't care. <laughs> Your Honor, I ordinarily don't make trouble, but I'd like to protect. Well, it's you again. <laughs> You? You're the judge? Who do you think I am in this black robe? Mandrake the magician? (laughs) What? When you said don't make a federal case out of it, you were talking to the man who could. But, Your Honor... Quiet. I'm ready to pass sentence. That'll be $52. $52? Wait a minute. It's only $2 for a parking ticket. What's the extra $50? You had your top down. What's that got to do with it? You mean that thing isn't a garbage truck? (laughs) Garbage truck? Now, wait a minute, Your Honor. I'm a citizen of Beverly Hills. I've lived here for 25 years. I'm a taxpayer, and I know my rights. I'm not going to pay any $52. If you try to find me that much, I'm going to take it up with... Ladies and gentlemen, when a fellow needs a friend, he needs a helping hand. And the hands of the big brothers have helped thousands of growing boys to find the way to a useful life. Since the first big brother movement was formed in 1904, to the many thousands of men who daily volunteer to help, I say congratulations for a job well done. If you are interested in being a big brother to some needy boy, write Big Brothers of America, Philadelphia 3, Pennsylvania. Thank you. The Jack Benny program is written by Sam Perrin, Milt Josephsberg, George Balzer, and John Tackerberry, and produced and transcribed by Hilliard Mark. As usual, Jack Benny and all the gang will be back next week at this same time. See you then. Good night. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service. came to us all the way from January the 17th, 1954, the Jack Benny Show, and Jack gets a ticket. Very funny. Boy, he was funny. So many uh, actors over the years have emulated parts of his act or his mannerisms. Two that come to mind are uh, Kelsey Grammer and Frazier admittedly said that 
Many of Frazier's mannerisms were based on Jack Benny. And why not? They were, they were funny. And they certainly worked. Another one I notice is Kevin Spacey. If you, if you watch him, a lot of times he'll fold the arms and, and uh, have a blank stare, much the way, the way Jack Benny did. Dennis Day sang the song Changing Partners, which was a popular tune in the early 50s. Dennis Day uh, is very good, in my opinion, and strictly my opinion, because obviously he was a very popular singer, but he was good on like Danny Boy or Irish uh, Irish tunes, not so much on some of the popular tunes that Jack had him singing on the show. And you might even hear that and wonder, why would anybody, why would that be a chart topper, changing partners? Well, the reason why is it's really a pretty song when it's done by the original artist, Patti Page. Together to a dreamy melody when they called out change partners and you walked away from me. Now my arms feel so empty as I gaze around the floor and I'll keep on. Changing partners Till I hold you once more Though we danced for one moment And too soon we had to part In that wonderful moment Something happened to my heart So I'll keep Changing partners Till you're in my arms and there Oh, my darling, I will never Change partners again In that wonderful moment Something happened to my heart So I'll keep changing partners Till you're in my arms and there Oh, my darling, I will never Change partners again. 
That was a big hit for Patti Page in 1953. It was a follow-up to the Tennessee Waltz. Don't you love the melancholy horn and that, that muted horn? Oh, gee. She was so good at uh, singing those sort of, that's the best word I can think of, melancholy songs. I'm a sucker for those kind of songs. Anyway, I love songs in minor key, I'm told. I, I don't read music, but I'm told that I like that uh, sort of sad uh, type of song. Don't really remember that song because I was only seven or, oh, what, five years old, I guess, four years old in 53. But uh, I do remember Patty Page. And I remember my uh, grandparents had a, a record player and they had uh, several Patty Page songs. They were on 78s. And I remember playing Doggy in the Window over and over again when I was just a little, little guy back there in uh, Long Beach, California. That is going to do it for Monday, May the 24th, 2021. Hope you enjoyed our selection. We will be back tomorrow with an old-time radio drama on Wednesday with a mystery and on Thursday with a Western. So we look forward to having you back with us all week, and we hope it's a super week for you. Super, there's an adjective. Boy, Bob, that's some vocabulary you have. Have a super week. Well, I do hope you have a super week. I hope you have an extraordinary week. I hope your week is filled with promise and fulfillment. How about that? (laughs) All right, waxing poetic. I am going to go out tonight with another Patti Page song. And I don't know, I I play this more often than I I probably should. Although it's probably been a year or two, so I guess that's not too bad, right, Chester? But uh, this was from a movie in the uh, mid-60s. And uh, sometime let me tell you the story about the night I, my cousin and I, my two cousins and I, went to the drive-in movie theater in Paramount, California and saw uh, this movie. But uh, uh, Patti Page wasn't in the film, but she did the theme song. And it's called Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlotte. And it is my favorite, absolute favorite tune by her And uh, there are several on my list of uh, songs by her I just absolutely love. This one's at the top of the list. All right, everybody, that's it. This is Bob Bro. I'm so glad you stopped by, and I am so glad you met me. Charlotte, Charlotte, don't you cry. Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte, he'll love you till he dies. Oh, hold him, darling, please hold him tight and brush the tear from your eyes. You weepy 
because you had a dream last night You dream that he said goodbye He held two roses within his hand Two roses he gave to you The red rose tells you of his passion The white rose his love so true Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte Charlotte, don't you cry Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte He'll love you till he dies And every night after he shall die Yes, every night when he's gone The wind will sing to you this lullaby Sweet Charlotte was loved by John Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte Charlotte, don't you cry Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte, he'll love you. 